Welcome to Canada's Real Estate Podcast, your compass to all things real estate. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's real estate experts. Okay, here we are again, Adrian, and uh, we are talking today about a little bit of a switch for us. We're going to talk a little bit about commercial real estate space, not something that we normally get a lot into, but I travel a lot across Canada. You do some traveling across Canada as well, always staying in these downtown markets, looking at all of these commercial buildings. I'm seeing a vacancy. This is no surprise. A lot of people have moved home, different kind of working environments. But you and I were talking the other day and you kind of stumbled across something that was like, yeah, that's really a thing that we're seeing across Canada right now in the commercial real estate space. So do you want to share that with our listeners? Yeah. So a co-working and flex work environments have long existed in Canada. One of the market leaders, which is a global company, uh, has been in this space for over 20 years in Canada and longer in Europe. And there are a lot of upstarts now, even franchises that are doing co-working and flex working. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's super interesting. It, it, so I recently learned this too. It's new, it's new to me. So I assumed, and wrongly so, that co-work and flex work commercial office environments were designed for new businesses mm-hmm. or businesses that didn't yet have large space requirements. I was completely wrong. So during the pandemic, a lot of larger corporations who consumed large floor plates or, you know, entire floors of office buildings recognized that, hey, we're not using our space the way that we used to. And post-pandemic, those same users of office space, when their renewals, their lease renewals start coming up, they're completely reevaluating the way that they do or the way that they consume commercial office space. And they are actually the ones that the medium and large and in small companies too, the medium and large size corporations are looking at flex and co-work office centers or business centers as a way to fill their commercial real estate needs. So I was pleasantly surprised by that. And some of the statistics that that I came across were at this time in North America, approximately 3% of commercial office space is consumed by co-work flex work users. That could be international brands, national brands, regional and local brands, because there's different uh, levels of operators that operate these type of spaces it's actually a form of property management that they're doing with just a different type of user. Instead of a resident in an apartment block, they have a member or a user in their co-work flex work space. So what's happening is that because so many people are choosing to work from at home, they still need a place to be able to go to when they need to conduct you know, their in-person professional affairs, but they don't need a whole floor anymore. And now a small, medium, and large size enterprise can actually book a meeting room, book a boardroom, book a large conference facility, but not have to pay for it for 30 days each month, but instead pay for it as they need it. So it significantly reduces their cost of operation and gives them access to a much higher quality of serviced 
office space. And I, I think that's the terminology that's new to me, a service yeah. office space. And I think I was just going to interrupt you there. I think it is going to be the services that these these companies that go in and take these floors and start making them into these co-working or flex spaces that are really going to shine. Because as a business owner and both executives, we're business owners and we're also executives in, in another corporation, we both have home offices, we both have working offices, and then we have our corporate office. So we know we, I, we're flexible. I can work from pretty much anywhere. I came to visit you today in Winnipeg and I can work here just as well as I can back where I am. But there are times where you want to be in an office. There are times where you want to be in a boardroom. You want to have a small meeting space. You want to have access to to AV equipment and things like that. So if you can provide that, I think you're really going to have something. And for all of these office buildings where you see no lights on ever, mm-hmm. uh, this is something that they could be looking at, right? So uh, where would you suggest people go? So I'm a, I own a building and I have floors that are vacant. What's my next step in order to get something like this going? Like what kind of research or where could I, where could we point people? Uh, so you can, you know, Google search uh, flex work and co-work associations or flex work, co-work management companies. And there'll be some brands that come up. Some are publicly uh, listed companies. Others are franchises. Others are independent operators. Here in Winnipeg, we have a couple of independent operators that each operate multiple locations. Here's something that surprised me. Number one, the approach that managed office platform providers take is one of hospitality. Mm-hmm. So just like when you're looking for a, a known hotel brand in another city where this flex and co-work space industry is going is when we go to Vancouver, when we go to Saskatoon or Toronto, wherever we might be traveling, we're going to look up a co-working professional space in that market. And where the market is moving to is you can be a member of one in one city, but you will have access rights in another one. So you can now host your meetings in another location. I did that. We had, I won't name companies, of course, but we had a company in Calgary was renting a one room office, but now we had access to a photocopier. We had access to coffee. And please, if you're building one of these, have good coffee. That's just yeah, pro, pro totally. tip for me. Like you have to have good coffee, uh, you know, so we, and then access to small meeting rooms. But I was doing a meeting in Toronto and I was like, where am I going to get a boardroom just for the day? where I can have access to all of these things for these offices that I was bringing in to do this presentation. And the lady at this co-working space was like, oh, we have several buildings in Toronto. You can have access to one there. And I was actually blown away. So if you're going into uh, cities that you don't know where to go and get space, this is a great way of being able to do it, especially if you are a member. So I think some of these companies have really got it figured out. I don't think it's something that you and I are going to necessarily figure out ourselves, right? And it's an evolving industry um, and it's evolving at the pace of light. The whole being a member at one and then being able to use another, there are groups and uh, networks that are just in a startup mode, right? Mm -hmm. And they're trying to partner the local and regional players together that you can work together throughout Canada to compete with the, there's one specific behemoth brand in this industry and everyone is kind of trying to compete with them. I should point out that there is a big difference, and and, and that was a learning curve for me. There's a big difference between a co-working environment 
where you may be hot desking and you could have people close to you versus a a real flex work environment where you would be renting a private office. And the words are being used interchangeably. I don't think the industry has decided which word it's going to use. Yeah. And and that's that's so true because I know even in our own corporate office, we moved from two floors to one floor, which people might say, well, you're downsizing. We did, by no means did we not downsize. We are in a beautiful space in, in downtown Vancouver. Yes. But what it did was it brought all of the brands together in a space where now they're actually being able to collaborate, talk, and get to know each other. And they've done it where it's a hybrid. There's some private offices, meeting rooms, boardrooms, and then that open space as well, which works for some people. For me, I need walls. Yeah. Like uh, that's who I am. But a lot of people seem to work well in that space as well. So great you example. have to know who your target is, right? It's like anything in business. If you know who you're going to target before you build these things out, but both work as far as I'm concerned. I, I didn't even occur to me. Now we actually have four different brands sharing the same office yep. floor plate. So at CPG, at Trail Pacific Group- Four different brand colors in that place as well. Yeah, but so we're doing exactly what we're discussing yep. on it. We're doing it internally, yep. right, for ourselves. And there are co-work, flex work operators or property managers that are offering that potential to other companies to be able to share mm-hmm. and consume space together. But you're right, we're basically doing it internally for ourselves, which is proof of concept. Yep. So, I mean, companies could do that. You could find a company that aligns very much with whatever business you're doing, and you could essentially do that same kind of thing and and have those kind of synergies that we talk about all the time in our CPG organizations. Yeah. Imagine what happens when you get to be together with like-minded business people, professionals, and entrepreneurs that you wouldn't have otherwise come across. Yeah. We know the benefits. Yeah. That's Real Estate in Canada. Thanks for listening to Canada's Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating. The content shared is for informational purposes and reflects the opinions of the hosts. Connect with us online at canadasrealestatepodcast.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.